I'd like to introduce uh, Dr. Donald Ritchie. He is my supervising physician. He gave me a very humble little introduction, and I'm not going to listen to him. Dr. Ritchie has been practicing dermatology for 41 years in Chico, California. He is um, the epitome of the supervising physician that we all wish to have. He is a mentor, supporter, and has had a PA in his practice for over 20 years. Um, he is going to share with you something that's very near and dear to his heart. He's going to talk to you about um, chemotherapy and what happens to our patients with that, and then add with that a program he's put together that is um, a way to support these people, not only physically, but emotionally. And uh, I think you'll enjoy it. Please welcome Dr. Donald Ritchie. I think it's incredible you're here today. I mean, it's gorgeous outside, and this is a major, major football day. Good Lord, we've got LSU and Alabama, number one and two, Notre Dame, number seven, uh, Nebraska, Michigan State, and of course, my two favorites, Oregon and USC. I went to Oregon Medical School and USC for my Durham residency, so no matter who wins, I win. I'll accept the, the winner. Uh, before I start, I really, would like to thank the American Society of Dermatology Physician Assistants and the President, John Nota Barola Toli, or something like that, <laughs> uh, for allowing me to speak to you. I'd also like to give special thanks to Renee Christensen, uh, who is the world's number one dermatology physician's assistant. You should see her in action. She is such a loving, focused uh, person. Her patients love her. And uh, just recently, she's had some of the most incredibly difficult cases, and she just took them full in stride. An amazing, amazing. Uh, I also would like to congratulate the, the 2012 first-time diplomats uh, of, the, of the SDPA. Congratulations. Uh, I just think that I'm so impressed with the continuing education your society has put on for the last 10 years. I just want you to know that the world of dermatology, we love you, we need you, and we're so impressed. Continue your education, it is so important. Uh, my goal today is basically touch a little bit on the cutaneous side effects of chemotherapy and radiation. But picture this, you have a patient who comes in and who has a fairly uh, severe to routine dermatitis, maybe they're broken out all over, uh, they've got hair loss, etc. and you say, well, you obviously have a drug reaction, and if you stop this, stop your antibiotic or your blood pressure pill, we'll give you a few systemic stories and cream, and you'll be okay in a few days. But whoa, just a minute. I actually am dying from cancer, and I'm on a chemo agent, and I can't stop. What in the world am I going to do? This is very serious, you know, and as I got involved in this, which I'll explain later, I started reading article after article about the cutaneous reactions to chemotherapeutic agents and radiation. And I can show you six, six articles on my desk, all the same thing, but they're missing. What is the treatment? What do you do with these people? How do you deal with them? Their physical 
side effects and their emotional side effects. Uh, I mean, I went through this and the number of side effects is incredible. Everything from the generalized erythema, urticarious, bull eruptions, um, ulcerations, acne form eruptions, hair loss, antigen effluviation, acne form eruptions, photosensitivity, uh, and here's an interesting one, and I just heard this, here's a pearl for you. I was at a lecture across the street two days ago. The number one side effect, the number one side effect that kills renal transplant patients is, here's the pearl, squamous cell carcinoma. So if you have renal transplant patients and they have squamous cell carcinomas, you need to be very attentive to those, very attentive. Uh, vasculitis, dermatositis, sweet syndromes, etc. And last but not least is dry skin. They just recently did a study. The number one side effect, I don't mean cutaneous, the number one side effect of people undergoing chemotherapy is itchy, dry skin. More than nausea, more than headache, more than diarrhea. Now let me ask you this question. Do you think the oncologist is really very sensitive or very upset about a patient who has itchy, dry skin, and yet they're very uncomfortable. And this is where you can help these people during this very, very difficult time. Uh, so the chemo agents basically are systemic and they can cover many areas and cause lots of side effects. What the good news is now is that they are, we are developing the targeted treatments. Instead of sending the chemo agent throughout the entire body, we now have chemo agents that we are hopefully sending specifically to that specific organ to treat the cancer and reduce the side effects. These uh, block, they are blockers by different mechanisms in which the, they, uh, they interfere with the cancer cells with their nourishment, their division, and their spread. Well, that's the good news, but however, there is a particular group in the targeted treatments called the epidermal growth factor receptors. And what's the key word in there? Epidermis. Is that familiar to our specialty? And yet, and these people uh, that are on these TNF factors, uh, examples uh, are Herbitux and colorectal cancer, uh, tarsiva and pancreatic and non-smell cancers. And what is the number one side effect? Rosacea, actually pustular rosacea. And it is treatable. It is treatable by us in the world of dermatology. I've also seen some of the patients with these treatments have severe chest dermatitis and also follicular pustules. These can be treated. Not only can they be treated, but our goal when these people are on chemotherapy is to say, okay, patient and oncologist, if you let us work with you in unison, hopefully we can keep these people on their chemotherapy. And what is the goal? Is to complete the treatment, not to stop the treatment, wait two weeks and start over again. But if you'll listen to us, Dr. Oncologist, hey, maybe if you just tone the treatment down a bit, how about a little bit of systemic steroid? We're gonna do some topicals and we can complete the treatment and get this person through that. So 
that is uh, the completion of the treatment is our goal to help these people out with their side effects. Also mentioned that uh, that radiation can be a serious problem. Fortunately, with early diagnosis, many patients are going from surgery to the radi radiation, and God bless them if they do, because they are passing over months and months of misery. Radiation, you've got to realize, is nothing more than a controlled burn of the skin. First degree burn, second degree, third degree burn. Well, how do you treat a first degree burn? Cool compresses, and what did grandma say to put in the water? Vinegar, thank you very much. So anybody who has the radiation, immediately, the tip is, after the radiation, cool compresses, cool compresses, three, four, five times a day, and with an excellent lubricant, such as Aquaphor or something like, keep the skin moisturized, and also be very careful. They're very photosensitive. The other thing is with the chemo agents is, is extreme photosensitivity. So with these patients, cool compresses. Now, if it goes into a second degree burn, you, then you're gonna have to uh, use system, or topical storage, which can be very helpful. Being very, very careful on the areas on the axilla and under the breast, they can have severe radiation dermatitis, and at that time, they're gonna need cool compresses, etc. So, and then the third degree burns can be very, very severe, and that you definitely need to be involved in treating that. So, now, because of these, how did I get interested in all these reactions? Well, basically, about nine years ago, my daughter-in-law's mother, Chris, had undergone about 15 years of repeated chemo and radiation. She lived in Portland, and periodically when I would visit, I would see these side effects, cutaneous side effects, and hello, I'm a dermatologist. And so, really, at the end of her life, I said, Chris, if I could have been helpful with these side effects, make you feel more comfortable, make you feel better about your parents, would that have been helpful? And the answer was yes. And actually, there was a study of over 100,000 uh, patients undergoing chemotherapy in, out of the study was, if you can somehow maintain a positive attitude during this very unhappy period of your life, that it would be of some benefit. So after talking to Chris, I decided to develop a program called Brighter Days. Next slide, please. Or do I, am I in control of that? Which one do I hit? I'm gonna try this one. That didn't work. How about that one? There we, actually, I need, I missed, there it is. So Brighter Days is a community service, a very heartfelt community service in which I meet once or twice a month, two or three lectures where women and men come to an oncology center and we sit down and we bring hope and comfort for those receiving chemotherapy and radiation. Our, my mission is to maximize the health of your skin, your hair, and your nails during chemotherapy or radiation treatments. By doing so, we hope that we can enhance your life through the support of trained 
caring professionals, peer support, and knowledge. Ladies and gentlemen, these women and men are hungry for support, physical support and emotional support. With this program, I have what's called talk, touch, and tell. The first is about 20 minutes of talking basically about dry skin, hair loss, dermatitis, etc. And just going through, it's a very basic second year medical school discussion on basic skin care. But these people are, I, the word, they're desperate for information. They, are, they come into this room, they're by themselves, they see other people, all of a sudden there's other people, and here's somebody saying, here's what we can do about this. Here's some simple little suggestions. After I give the lecture, I go around to each person, I pick up their hand, and I touch. Uh, I've had several people say, thank you, Dr. Ritchie, nobody has touched me in a year. It's amazing how some families are extremely supportive and others isolate the cancer patients. And so for you to be friendly and open and touching, very important. Then we have the, uh, the tell. So here we are, here's a typical, we're talking now. If you'll notice around the table, most of these ladies have lost their hair. We have one man there, actually he's a loving husband, which is rare, but very, very nice. You'll notice on the table there, there are these baseball hats. The Life is Good Company, an interesting company out of Boston, uh, give an enormous amount of money to uh, children with cancer, but they have selected out brighter days, and so they send us these baseball hats, and incidentally, I have five other cities doing this, and I through them, you get all sorts of hats to give out to the people, and their life is good, very high quality hats. So this is the first thing they walk in, is we hand out the hats, and that's kind of an icebreaker, and people laugh and giggle, and we have various colors, and so people kind of calm down a little bit. And then I ask them a question. I'll say, how many of you uh, remember where you were and what you were thinking on 9-11? And the hands go up. And then the next question for, for us older people, uh, how many remember where you were and what you're thinking uh, the day Kennedy was assassinated? Hands go up. Then I say, how many of you remember the day you walked in and sat down and the doctor told you you had cancer. Up go the hands and I say, well, you just got to join a very exclusive club called Cancer Survivor, which you really didn't volunteer for. However, we're here to give you some suggestions how you can deal with and how you can make you more comfortable and maybe alleviate some of your stress. Again, we try to get very personal. We sit around, we talk, you can see the hats. They're very focused. We're talking, we are open to questions. Uh, it's amazing because <clears throat> then the next part is what I call the tell. And then we let them volunteer what, what's going on. And it's interesting, maybe the most important part of this whole program is the group therapy. Actually coming in, 
and seen other women and men who have the same problems. You know, it's interesting. Uh, lots of interesting stories come out of this as people share their experiences. Uh, there's nothing like hearing somebody else going through what you're going through, but <clears throat> this one particular day, there were about 12 uh, ladies there and men, and uh, seat number 10 remained empty. So I had gone through the whole talk and touch, and we were kind of going around the table, and when we got to number nine, which was next to the empty chair number 10, number nine, beautiful lady, beautifully dressed, uh, shares her story of an extremely rare urogenital cancer that had required multiple treatments, very difficult, very rare, and just as she starts to share, in walks a lady from the oncology center, sits next to her, and guess what? She had just gotten the same diagnosis, and here she was right next to a lady who could share and bond with her. So there's some really uh, interesting stories that come out of this. The, uh, and this is a touch very significant. I hope that all you in your general practices, when you go into the I hope you shake hands, I hope you touch people, I hope you put your hands on their shoulders. The power of touch, very, very important. Then after we've gone through the various discussions, uh, we start handing out the products. Now it's interesting, uh, right off the bat, companies want to give me samples. I said, I do not accept samples. You either give me the full-size product or I don't want it. If you look back in the corner, now I have shelves and shelves of products. There's the sacks. They're all designed with specific. The average lady, when she leaves, uh, will walk out with almost $300 worth of full-size products, cosmetics, etc., that we will sit and design for. Sometimes I have to write prescriptions if they actually have a dermatitis, etc., uh, the only product that I don't get free and uh, irritates the heck out of me is Johnson & Johnson won't give me Rogaine. And there are several very interesting, and I had actually read this before I came interested, that minoxidil on post-chemo uh, treatments will bring the hair back very thicker and fuller, and I can give case after case after that. But the doggone, they won't give it to me. So the story is I have to go out. This is the only product I have to buy. I go out to Costco, and I'll buy a whole basket full of Rogaine. Probably about, usually it's about $500. And the cute thing is I'll be standing in line with my basket full of Rogaine. And some of these guys will come walking by. And finally they come up and say, hey, buddy, does that stuff really work? And I says, what do you think? I buy it by the caseload. <laughs> they offered me a job at Costco on Saturday mornings giving out samples, but I refused. So, again, dermatology is a pretty sweet specialty. You've got to realize that. It's eight to five. It's very, you are so fortunate you have chosen the specialty. But what do you give back? your community. Now, 
I know if you're already giving something, thank you, and you should. This is a heartfelt, and I mean heartfelt, community service that you can do. It takes an hour, an hour and a half a month. You'll need a nurse to assist you. Uh, but this is something, if you've ever had cancer or you've had a patient undergoing this, you know the love and support they need. So, uh, so Brighter Days is an excellent community service. It doesn't take a lot of time. It just takes some heart, some compassion, gathering some products, developing a, somewhat, a rapport uh, with, the on, with the oncology service, uh, sitting down at a noontime and just sitting with some women and men, discussing their side effects, you know, the itchy dry skin, you know, when I give, give the lecture, I have a lot of fun. I'll, I, t I talk about the difference between a lotion and a cream, and then I say, this has got water and this has got oil, etc. And then I have a little tray, and I have a lotion, a cream, and an ointment. And I go around to each person and I make them dip so they'll feel the difference. It's kind of corny, but it works. Uh, and I say, if they fail, I take their hat back. So it just produces a little bit of fun. And uh, I'll tell you, when they get through, they'll, they'll never forget the difference between a lotion and a cream and an ointment. Uh, so please, your dermatologist, you know what can happen to skin. Chemotherapy, cancer, cancer is becoming more and more prevalent. I'm seeing, I just saw a 38-year-old girl with a mother of two, level four colon cancer. Fortunately, I had another patient about six months ago who had gone through the same thing, so I put them together. Cancer patients need mentorship. They need to talk to other patients who have gone through there, and here's a great way to blend that. Uh, Cancer is becoming more prevalent, is affecting younger people, and you, through a very heartfelt community service, could help those people of your community. Do you have any questions? I do, in the back, have a complete brochure CD uh, and uh, how to begin and what to do. I have some of those available. I will talk to you personally. I will talk to you on the phone. I'll come to your community. As I, you can see, I'm probably getting pretty close to retirement. I, uh, this is my passion, and I will continue to do this for years and years because I know that these patients are hungry for somebody who will love them and care of them and give them some advice. So, questions? Okay. I thank you for your attendance, and if any of you have any specific questions, I'll be in the back. Thank you.